Hey everybody, welcome to Spiritual Business Spotlight. Today I am talking with, wow, you have a, like a list of titles, but I'm gonna say Rachel <laughs> Chamness, Liquid Reiki um, Healer, let's see, and your spiritual advisor. Oh, Liquid Reiki Sound Healer. I'm sorry, I should have had that up. Um, why don't you tell us what you do and introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm a liquid Reiki sound healer, a channel medium, and I'm an ascension and light working coach. Oh, that <laughs> sounds really, really interesting. Like, <laughs> so what kind of people do you help um, with your services or what kind of people do you help with your work? Mostly I help uh, just anyone who is uh, identifies as being a light worker or is really interested in exploring their light path, which is what I call their life path that has to do with light working. So really what I mean by that is um, what what is their purpose in this life? So we all have come to this life with a purpose and your light path doesn't mean you're, you have to be a medium or anything like what I'm doing, but it may be uh, a specific thing that you really want to do intermixed with what you're supposed to do. It's kind of like that. It's a, it's your life path. It's your purpose, your light path, because it helps other people too. That's part of it. Oh, that's really nice. So, <laughs> and so you kind of help people unravel their own way forward in their light work. Yes. Yes. Yep. And I help connect them to being. So that's a big thing with sound healing attunements and meditations. I connect people with elementals, with angels, with galactical beings, with their higher selves, with their own spirit guides. And I also teach um, many things too. I teach channel medium, trance channel mediumship. I teach light language and more. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's what I've noticed though from, from you've started doing a lot of classes and attunements and that's really fascinating because pretty much on a monthly basis then or is it more often that you kind of deep dive into a different area of working with different light beings? Every so, month, I that's right, every month I uh, connect with a different group of beings and then I have a VIP group which we call TAG. It's for Transformation and Ascension Group, T-A-G. and. Oh, cool. Every month we do a sound healing attunement where beings come and I channel them with sound healing to attune you to it so that you can talk to them. And they also give lots of gifts in this, like they open clairvoyance or clairaudience or they have specific light codes or things like that that they're bringing forward. And then we do a meditation, which could, you know, it just depends on what they're bringing forward that month. And uh, we also do a masterclass where I channel them and they can ask questions, questions and answers. And then I do a few lives like um, readings and healings and then also question and answer for spirit in general, if you have a question, so insights. Oh, wow. That sounds like a really, really fulfilling group and very well-rounded. Thank you. I feel like it's, um, it feels such a calling. We're all coming together and we've been together for a while, same group of people and more coming. And uh, actually have my website, it should be out in about two weeks, where it's all going to come together on the website, which should be really exciting. And uh, 
it's just we feel it feels really specific the way that it's unfolding uh, each group of beings after you know every month and how it's all coming together and it's it's been a, a bit mind blowing. It's really great. I love it. Well, it sounds like it's it's number one. It's empowering for the people who are there because they're getting opened up to new um, new gifts and being able to express themselves or express their gifts in a different way. Is that kind mm -hmm. of how it is? And it's then in tune. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And did they have to have experience with doing light work before they started working with you or? No, not at all. I work with people who don't realize they're light workers. That's why I'm hesitant to say I work with light workers because most people don't identify with that word or they don't realize that they're light workers because you don't have to be a medium or a healer to be a light worker. You can be anything. You can be a cashier. I mean, it's just your everyday work and interaction with people and or that business you want to open. I mean, anything. I work with people who, you know, dog groomers or, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not, it's not um, what you do. It's how you do it. Right. And if you right. have a dream of, I don't know, opening up a card shop, I mean, I'm just making it up and that's your light work. And if you don't know what you're supposed to do, that's where, that's the people I help really. Or oh. if you know what you're supposed to do, but you feel like you can't fine tune it, you're not sure exactly, or you'd like to be attuned to more beings to help you, you know, I do all Nice, very nice. And how did you get in touch with your own gifts? Like how did that journey unfold for you? Well, I, I was an opera singer and uh, I was a singer for, I was a professional opera singer for many years and I was never fulfilled by it. I never really felt, it just never really felt right. It was right, but it wasn't right. So that's a whole story in itself. But one day I was, uh, I was actually talking to a medium. I was talking, she was bringing forth my uncle who is, um, sorry about the noise, is passed. And he said to me, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be giving readings and you're a medium. And I was like, what? That can't be right. He was like, yeah, this is exactly what you should be doing. And I thought that was just wild, but I felt that it was right because I knew, I had always known I wanted to be a sound healer. I had just imagined that as I was singing opera, people were healed by the sounds because music is so healing and different tones heal and different tones do different things for healing, which I know a lot about. And I just felt that that was the calling. I didn't realize my calling was actually to be a sound healer, to teach other people to be sound healers, to teach people to be mediums, to teach people to open themselves up. You know, I didn't realize that. So, but I felt it when he said that I felt this is right. Even though it's crazy, it's right. So I started taking a lot of classes. I took a lot of classes and I did a lot of meditation every day, I meditated deeply. I took notes, I have journals. <laughs> I figured it out with you. You helped me quite a lot during that time oh. and put it together and then it just started happening. And then it just, every, the more I did, the more it happened. The more they came to me and said, this is what you're gonna do next. This is what you're gonna do next. So that's that's really where I'm at. They keep saying, do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. It's just like um, once you get like tapped or or once you once your mission is assigned to you, you don't really get a choice. You're just like, well, maybe I'll do that later. And they're like, no, maybe you'll do it now. 
<laughs> no, that's exactly it. I I have been working with galactical beings this whole um, year, 2019, since January, and I really didn't want to do that. I just felt like I was already, you know, pretty strange being the elemental you know, medium, which is how most people know me because I work with so many elementals, fairies, mermaids, dragons, unicorns, etc. But now they wanted me to work with galactical beings. I just thought that was like one step too far. So I was trying to put that off, but they made it so that I could not put it off any longer. They completely dried up all ideas until it was the only thing I could do. I literally could not think of one thing to bring forth except for that. So I was like, okay, fine. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty drastic then is there a big um message that they have for us or is it just something that that um you're being called to document for it's a big message about ascension so really that's why my vip group is called transformation and ascensions because we really work on every everything that we need to know about ascension and, and what can help us with that. So ascension just being the idea that the earth is changing and we are being called to be higher dimensional beings and and just all of that work, which is really letting go of a lot of human uh, problems that we go through, just uh, such as uh, law of attraction things, just um, working on yourself so that you aren't tied to anger or tied to your past or your story, which the things you tell yourself, a, a lot of it is uh, lines up really well with law of attraction. Oh, that's nice then. Mm -hmm. So it's something that that is really we're able to connect to it with kind of what we've already learned, but it's taking it to the next level then. It is. And with the master class, I feel they explain things more. Okay. <laughs> My carport collapsed and they're redoing it. It was quiet. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not so bad. So okay. yeah, <laughs> I'll knock on wood here too. Okay. Maybe it's just knocking on wood. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it does seem like right now we are at a pivotal time, you know, with, with just the way everything is in society and with almost feeling when you're doing this work, like you have one foot out in the air and you're waiting for it to land on whatever comes next. It's definitely the fool's journey. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And now when when you're working with clients or when you're working in your group, um, everybody kind of joins into um, a shared meditative experience or... The way that I do it is I record the meditation. It's a guided okay. meditation, and then they can listen to it at their own pace. And the same with the attunement is a video, and oh. the masterclass is a video. And then I, I plan the, sorry for the noise. I plan uh, lives on YouTube, so they it's not all Facebook. Although there is a Facebook group, so on oh. YouTube they come on as a private YouTube link and ask questions, and I. Um, there's two question and answers during the month right now. It could change. The next month is not galactical. So it could, I don't know what's going to happen there. We'll see. It kind of evolves every month. But with galactical <laughs> beings, they usually have me trans channel them, which means they talk through me. They give us messages about what we need to be working on and things like that. And then we everybody can ask them all the questions they want. And then we just 
it's, you know, as many questions as we can get through in 45 minutes and they answer they, through me. And then we also have a spirit question answer where they just ask spirit, you know, whoever's out there, angels, guides, what just anything they need to know insights into their own life. And all of that's private. It's not shared, even though everything um, past VIP is also available in the VIP. Oh, okay. So that really sounds interesting. So it's a really diverse kind of set of beings that you're interacting with in order to give people messages. And then you're also allowing your group the opportunity to ask questions and kind of delve deeper into the mm -hmm. experience, which is really nice. It's nice because when we share our experiences with what happens, it's it's often a lot of the same things come up and we uh, we recognize that in each other and we help each other. And, you know, there's some powerful mediums in the group and then there's people who are uh, working at it. And then there's just, you know, everyday people who are just working on themselves and spiritual people. It's not there's really no label, except I feel like if you're attracted to the idea then it's for you. That's basically, but I do believe that there are so many more light workers that the way that I use the term anyway, than you know, than you think. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And that's what you said before too. It's just like everyday people. It doesn't matter what you do, whether you are a clerk at a bakery or if you're like an insurance coder or whatever, there's an opportunity for you to do light work in your own life and in your own work. Mm -hmm. Some of the main messages that I get for people um, are always meditate, listen, talk to your guides, learn who your guides are, um, talk to your talk to angels, ask for help, ask elementals for help, you know, that sort of thing. Find out all you can. A lot of the same message I get for people is sometimes they say, now's the time to learn. So what appeals to you when you have that feeling oh, this is so interesting. I really wish I could do that. Then you should do it. <laughs> that sometimes they are bringing classes forward for you to check out, you know, to, to learn. And I've learned amazing things from classes. You know, I'm a lot, I'm definitely a person who went from zero, you know, to mediumship with classes and with the guide. So like a physical personal person who helped me. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Not like a spirit guide, although spirit guides help me too. <laughs> well, and, and what you're saying too is, you know, that's part of it is like you start noticing the signs and you start noticing that, you know, people and classes and specific phrases or courses are being brought into your reality a lot. And you're just like, oh, that sounds really interesting. But you have to like, not just say, oh, it sounds really interesting, but take it the next step further. Yes, that's yeah. right. Take your leap. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So you have everybody together in, in one group, um, not really saying, okay, we're going to go with mediums here and these people here. So that gives everybody a good, well-rounded kind of um, group of people that they can interact with and learn from or. Yeah, I think so. You know, what's interesting is when I do readings for the group, 
I notice that I get a lot of the same cards, no matter how well I shuffle the deck. So I usually bring up a card and then um, give them the cards message, then the message that I hear, and then I give them a little sound healing. And it's often the same cards over and over. And that's because we are all seem to be going through the same thing because we are traveling through this lifetime, like as a group. And it's, it's really fascinating. And I find that whatever, the, oh, sorry, whatever no, they're bringing ahead. forward is exactly what everybody needs too. So like this month is Arcturians and everything they're bringing forward seems to resonate with everyone at this time. And I think that's, it just blows me away the way spirit works that way. I definitely agree because it seems like once you get in a mood or you're sitting even, you know, isolated from the internet for a day or so and you're just like, oh, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, I feel so X, Y, Z. Then you get on Facebook and everybody's really validating that, like, I'm going through this exact same thing. So mm -hmm. it is like, and we have to kind of think about, you know, how we are one group of beings on one planet and of course we're going to be facing a lot of the same issues because we share so much of the same you know background mm -hmm. that's true actually that reminds me something of the arcturian said yesterday they, they were saying that there is a collective consciousness um a collective consciousness and they said there's there's two which one are you hooking up to the the 3d one or the 5d one <laughs> and they're saying it's they're kind of going like this like you know we're kind of going away from each other so which this is kind of like the spiritual one where you're up leveling and this is the one where you're resisting spiritual and you're not up leveling at all right they're saying choose one there is a collective consciousness there so that there is something there that we're all picking up on but do you think that we're given actually, like this is what we were talking about a little bit earlier. You, are we given a choice really? Or are we kind of nudged into a path that um, you know we're supposed to be on? You know, that's a good question. I mean, I guess I could have completely resisted, but I feel that if I had, I would have very little clients now and nothing would be going right. It would have been like, what is happening? What is happening? But because I, I recognize that I, I, you know, it was my path. I'm supposed to do it. Then things just got better and better. Do you know what I mean? And it was really surprising to me because I thought it was going to be very strange or weird or difficult, but it's been amazing. Well, that's good. I love hearing that. So, <laughs> and it's really, like you said, like, why resist? You know, it's it's almost going into the Abraham Hicks and, and just really following the flow instead of fighting all the time. Mm -hmm. and, um, and like you said, too, I mean, you can choose the 3D and you can remain, you know, kind of out of, you know, like alignment. off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, out of, thank you, out of alignment. <laughs> or you can just flow with it and see where it takes you. And oftentimes it takes you to really remarkably wonderful places. Yes, um, I think it was just, wasn't that long ago when Spirit said, okay, now you have to teach all these classes. And I thought, well, I don't even know how to do that. Everyone kept saying, how can you, how can I learn to do the kind of sound healing you are doing? And I was thinking, well, I don't know that you can because I'm mixing all this mediumship. It's not really, like that, but it. But then, 
I realized I can absolutely teach that. So that's what I do now. I teach all the layers that I use for liquid Reiki sound healing. And now you can take them all and be certified in liquid Reiki sound healing. So. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. So now I've had a, a session with you before and you bring kind of a whole toolkit in. You bring, you know, like um, channeling and chanting. And I think you had rattles mm -hmm. and um, Drums, you probably have more stuff forks. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how do you choose what you use with a person when um, when you're doing a session? It's all completely channeled. So the main the main thing that I'm using is is mediumship channeling. So they tell me do this, do that, do this, do that. So the first time that um, I ever did trance channeling. I did a class, which I teach now, where I met, it was five classes, I met each of my five inner spirit guides in a meditation, and then I tranced them. So the very last class, I think it was, or next to last class, we met the alchemist, chemist guide, and my chemist guide is a healer, and um, they, well, they kind of all are, and so he came into my body, and we did healing on each other and I realized that I could do sound healing, very effective sound healing on people without having to take 750 classes, without having to learn every single thing, without having to analyze every situation and um, come up with the answer. Those are not things I'm good at, but channeling I'm really good at. <laughs> and um, that's when I realized I could start this now. So I did, I think um, I started with you. You were the very first person oh. I ever did it with a distance. <laughs> oh, so I'm honored then. <laughs> but it's definitely such a, it's a, like going into that intuitive space is really something where, where you have to almost trust that you're going to be, your consciousness is going to be guided to the right. And, and it does, and it is, and it's fascinating how that happens. It's, so, it's fun. It's so interesting. The things I see too. I do a lot of it distance. So I record it and then I take notes and then I give them a sort of Scooby-Doo at the end, run down, tell them everything that happened and all the messages they brought forward and everything I saw. So that sounds like when I do Reiki <laughs> sessions, because you <laughs> like when you get into there and you're just like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're like, oh, I saw this and this and this and this. Yeah. And then like, yeah. And it's interesting to see even when you are so far away from your client that you have these shared experiences with them or you have this this imagery come up and even though it makes no sense to you it makes total sense to them that's the craziest part about me being a medium and i think that that is the hardest part about being a medium is to trust that because it's always the thing that you think Oh my gosh, I don't want to say this. This is going to sound so crazy. And she's going to think that I'm nuts. And then you say it and they're like, oh my gosh, that is exactly what happened. Or that is exactly my problem. Or I've seen that before. Or, you know, it's going to be the thing that resonates the most. It's so funny because it's always that one thing you're like, okay, just say it, just say it. Right. <laughs> and sometimes they give me such specific stuff that I'm almost scared to say. It's like, okay, so you had this you had this stuffed unicorn when you were a kid and that unicorn, I mean, like that they've given me like 
thing. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna say this. <laughs> and then I'm like, right. oh, I did, I did, I did. I'm like, okay, shoo. <laughs> right, exactly. It's a self-trust. You just have to trust. Totally. And mm -hmm. that's that's the whole thing about it is like is and that's probably a lot of what you're teaching your clients or your groups too, is like to fall back into that trust space. I actually did a whole month on that. It was called Becoming a Clear Channel. And we oh, worked wow. on we worked on um, getting past that that space of having a hard time believing your messages. We did EFT. It, and all that's still available to the VIPs. And we did an attunement. We did, um, it wasn't an attunement. It was a, a sound healing on it. And also that was the month that I did the meditation to open up eight clairs, which is like my most popular meditation. So that oh, was nice. a really cool month. That was one of my favorite months. <laughs> we did a lot of work and it was worth it. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, when you do these meditations and, and, these courses, do you sell them as like standalone meditation? So if somebody wanted to open up their channels, then they could go to your website and buy something like that? They can. And uh, most a few of them are up now. In about two weeks, I'll have a new site up, which will have everything. Uh, so I got a sneak peek then of the, of the new site. <laughs> Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Cause then I won't share it if it's not ready to be shared yet. <laughs> my so. my site soundwavesheal.com and the new site will just replace it when it's ready. Ah, okay. Okay. That's good to know. So Soundwaves Heal is where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. And then I'll okay. just replace the site that's up there now with the new one in about two weeks. Okay. It's almost finished. Yeah, I saw it. It's very pretty. Thank you. Very nice. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. It looks really nice. And it's on Kajabi, which for other people, well, for the business people who are tuning in, they probably understand that. And do you offer a membership to that? Or is it something that's just like um, um, course by course? Um, me personally to have the site or? Okay. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. No, for, for people to join. So you have the, so the group is kind of a membership, is it? It is. So I believe, you know, it's not live yet, but I know the VIPs will have to log in and that's how they will see all the extra. So I believe the um, membership, I think you can make a membership either way, but as a VIP, you need the, mem you just have a sign in to get into to the restricted areas. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite part about what you do? You know, I love it when I can help someone um, move forward with a dream. So, so many people want to do something so badly or, but they don't think they ever can. And this was always my favorite part. Uh, I'm also a voice teacher of teaching voice when people say, I just always wanted to sing. And then they realize that they can sing. And I've always seen that, that you don't ever just have dreams for no reason. You know, if your dream is to um, open a store or to uh, be a medium, or I always wished I could do this, I always wished I could do that. There's, uh -uh, there's something in that. There's a, there's a reason for that. And it might not be exactly what you thought. And that's why the um, channel, the channeled readings that I do, those are the ones that really help their life, uh, light path readings. Ah, nice. 
And those are the ones where the angels or elementals speak through me and say, and give specific steps. Like, this is what you you should do. Go do this, do this. Um, you're supposed to do this. I, and then, and it helped. It's really helpful. That's, um, that's the only, that's as close as I get to business coaching, but it's really about your, your life, your light path. It's really about what you're supposed to do. And they just, they like to give you steps. But that is really nice though. I mean, for, for most of us who, you know, you know yourself when you, you first start, you're kind of rudderless or, you know, you're kind of floating in the sea of possibility. And then to be able to have like a, something that's set out for you is really important. So it almost gives you that validation as well, that what you're doing is actually what you're supposed to be doing. That's true. And I notice with people who need more validation, that they do repeat it a lot. So like an, when I do an angel tra trance channeling reading, then I read different angels and they come, I mean, they come through and give messages and sometimes they repeat it. Okay. So that, so that your client knows like this is, this point is very important for you. And so I'm not only going to say it once, I'm going to say it like three times so that you actually know it's the repetition of the point that you need to make. Exactly. Sometimes um, they'll all say the same thing. Like if, if I have at least one client that needs lots of confirmation and I almost feel silly, I'm like, well, they're just telling you the same thing over and over <laughs> and I'm asking them to give you something else now. And then she will say, no, I need that much confirmation. That is exactly what I need. Right. Well, that's the whole funny thing. And I mean, I know personally from working with angels, it's just, or with your spirit guides, it's just like you get to that point sometimes and you're just like, no, is this right? Is this whatever? And then you walk in and then you see the exact message that you needed to see or something that's so un un what's unavoidably connected, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, how, like moving forward, do you feel like you're opening into new and different um, beings all the time or do you feel like you've kind of touched base or been introduced to pretty much every thing there is no there are so many more galactical beings that I could um, work with but they're saying this is the last month so uh, oh. I will probably do some more um, galactical attunements in the future there are a few more that I'd like to do but for next month um, there they haven't given me all the information of going forward, but it seems to be um, goddesses, muses, that sort of thing. So um, next month they're saying they're called the goddesses of light. So that's who next month is. There we go. There's your spoiler. I haven't told anyone that yet. <laughs> well, thank you. I feel honored to be the first to know. <laughs> and they are a group of beings. And it just, it seems like that's kind of where it's going. So I don't know exactly what will come. I guess they'll probably tell me more as the month goes on. They don't like to tell me too much at once because I get like it's too much information because I have so much already to do this month. So if they start telling me all about next month, then I get all woo. Hold up. Right. <laughs> no, that is though, that's one of the problems I see many light workers or people who are starting. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were just like so much download. Like I 
can't process it all at one time. And I, you know, what would you tell somebody at that point in time if somebody was just like, woo, Rachel, I'm open now and it's just coming in way too fast. What do you think? <laughs> well, you can always tell them to slow it down. I mean, that's exactly why they do it this way for me. But um, they do. Uh, the one thing that I hear a lot uh, when I give readings or um, sessions is they say, you're going to get a lot of ideas, get a journal, write it all down. And then later, when you need ideas, go back and look at it and that will all be there. It's going to make sense to you later. You don't have to do it all now. We understand time's different for you than it is for us. Just write it down, write it down, write down all your ideas and you can revisit them later. And I get that all the time for people. That's that's a very common message. Well, it sounds like really good advice too, because a lot of times just opening up and allowing yourself to flow in your writing is just such a like a, a good way of channeling. Actually. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you have any stories about something that like was really just particularly fascinating or something that happened or you just like, wow. <laughs> um, wait, hold on. Aside from the, the hammering <laughs> that started right when we were supposed to do our show. <laughs> it's like, hi. I know, it's all that. Um, okay, concentrating. Let me see. Um, you know, I, one thing that I'm thinking of, and it's because it was an Ar Arcturian being, and I'm working with Arcturian beings this month. Um, one of my clients, her guide, I think he's actually her master teacher or her doctor teacher guide, one of her inner spirit band guides, um, came forward and he's Arcturian and he said, he showed me himself dressed like Jesus. And he said, in my, I lived in a different timeline of earth where I was the prophet that was known the most in most religions instead of Jesus. Oh, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it was. And he showed me the, all of the stuff. I mean, I'm getting chills thinking about it. It was like amazing. All the things that he brought forth and all the things that he was showing and telling. And um, yeah, it was really emotional and like beautiful. He's just a beautiful being. What? I can imagine how nice and most of everything that you run into is really like high vibe and not scary and not like, Ooh, you're going to be possessed by demons if you do this work. Right. Right. I also teach protection and shielding, which comes with VIP. <laughs> okay. Learn to protect yourself. People, I can help you. <laughs> well, that's kind of one of the whole things too, is like, don't summon anything you can't banish and make sure that you protect yourself and, and make sure that you're protecting your energy too, because I feel like a lot of people go into, you know, and even myself, sometimes I get like a little bit out of my practice, we'll say. And um, I had to like kind of put a big wall around me for a while and just be like, okay, my energy, your energy, my yeah. energy, your I do that energy. Every day. <laughs> oh, okay. You so you feel like you have to like disconnecting not only from the the entities that you're working with, but also from the clients. Or no, I mean every day that I go outside my house, which is well protected, oh, okay. I direct yeah. barrier so that I don't have to feel everyone else's feelings and 
body aches and because you know I'm an empath so I don't I don't I don't need that when I want to bring it down and say oh Susan I feel like you have this pain in your neck you know what I mean then that's different but um if I'm not working if I'm just going to the grocery store I don't need to have <laughs> right. anxiety like filtering into my body <laughs> right and yeah, I know what you mean by that because sometimes it's just like overwhelming. And right now is a really, yeah, it is overwhelming. And then when you have earthy, earthly and spiritual all at the same time, you're like, okay, just need a little space here for right yes. now, right? I do make a lot of space um, for non-spirit guides. So like angels, elementals, and spirit guides are allowed in my space but anything else needs to be like admitted. <laughs> like they need to knock on the gate, talk to my gatekeeper guide, like, you know, be approved by my joy guide. And then, then I will talk to them, you know, when I'm in the right place. <laughs> well, that's good though. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they have so much power over what they allow into their sphere as well. And that's really important for people to know too. Yeah, I think it's really important to learn to, properly do something I would not like I'd, I would hate for anyone to just try like hey I think I'm going to try and trans channel like that's a very bad idea you should find out how to do it so that you are always safely protected and you know yeah. there are you know with tra channeling and you know there's are there are things to learn and there's you know we are all students I am still a student I still take classes. I still learn. You're never, if you ever feel like you are in a place where you don't need any more instruction, then you are being hardheaded. Right. <laughs> or you just, well, part of it too, you might be like in a place where you need to digest. Well, because sure. I, yeah, I go through like peaks and valleys where I'm just like, oh, definitely. I don't mean, yeah. I just mean, if you feel like I've learned everything there oh. is to know and I don't need any more help, then I believe that you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't still be here if you didn't need any more learning. You'd be done. Right. Yeah. And um, and also, I think it's really important what you said to learn like techniques and to learn methods and to learn how to protect yourself and to learn that, that you can limit what comes into your space. And also making a sacred space for yourself because you've done that at your home, right? I have, and I do teach that. I teach it as well. Um, making a sacred circle, making sacred space. It's really very important. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. And do you think that would be the most important thing about what you teach? Um, I mean, I think that the most, I mean, the most important class that I teach is definitely protection and shielding. Uh, that's where I usually send people first. And I, um, I am actually doing that by Zoom call soon, so. <laughs> Ooh, cool. And then it will be, uh, I've, it'll be available to buy as a video, but I'm re-recording it because I've gotten so much more information, so it's kind of grown, so. Oh, that's nice. So you're adding on to these classes as time goes on. It's not just like I've created this course, that's it, I'm on the next thing. No, and whenever I, um, add on, then I will re-record it. But you know, there's not that many classes that you can just watch the video. So things like trance channeling, light language, you know, light language is an attunement. Um, Reiki is an attunement, you know, things like that have to be, they have to be live. And I do them by Zoom, so. 
but okay. whatever can be learned by video. I do them live because I think the live aspect is a little more interesting than a lecture video, even if you aren't the person live. And so that's how I record those. Well, that's good to know too. Now, when you're doing these attunements, because I know like when I got my Reiki attunement, like things shifted a lot, we'll say. Um, do you warn people at a time? Like what kind of side effects might an attunement have to, for somebody? And um, as far as sound healing attunements, I think the only thing that can happen is that you will grow. Uh, it's not anything. I mean, I know Reiki has that like month before where things like shift. And I think things can shift for you. But I haven't heard anything, you know, monumentally bad or anything like that. I just hear um, how they've noticed all these things happening or because, you know, in the beginning of the tune, I usually say this is what they're bringing forward. And so you can kind of expect what's what's going to happen. Right. Right. Well, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that the, the Reiki thing, like the shifts that, you know, sometimes we hold on to things that we're not supposed to be holding on to anymore. And so when you're using, you know, when you're working, doing this work, then a lot of times then you just um, have to let go of things like you're strongly encouraged to let go and move forward. So it's more like that do you say do you think i think so i mean now a lot of these galactical beings are working with parts of our stories so if you never i know you have heard of this but if if the uh, person who's watching is not then you know often we say things about ourselves and make them true and we don't realize that we are saying them saying them saying them and they are we are reinforcing the truth of them all and so um they have been helping us a lot release these stories so that they can no longer be true. And that's right. like, that's one of the hardest things is to release that story that you're so connected to. Like I have, and because they're real, I have this financial problem. I have this back pain. I have this, you know, broken leg, I, you know, I have, or whatever. I have this chronic health problem. I mean, that's a real thing. So of course that is part of your story, but how, often do you talk about it? How often do you reinforce it as part of your life? How connected are you to it? How much have you made it part of your self, your yourself, where it's like interweaved with your name almost. And right. you let that go so that you can be cured of it. Well, I think that right now, I mean, we're taking so many strides forward in, in, realizing just how much power and potential we have over our lives. And so we can cure chronic issues with meditation or with, you know, um, things that people never really realized was possible, even probably 10 years ago, I think. And so being on the cutting edge like you are, and is just really, you know, kind of opening up to a new form of health care, almost or a new form of energy care. Well, um, I did record the Arcturian sound healing attunement today. And they did say that most of their healing is done by sound. Oh, nice. So they said that they really enjoyed using the sound, because that's what they use. And there yeah. are and I mean, I don't know if you've heard this, but I've heard this many times that in the future, everyone will be healed by sound and light. But those are right. the, 
healing modalities. And isn't that what we're doing? Reiki is a light, you know, I mean, is light healing. Right. Oh, yeah. And I think that they're even experimenting with different forms. Well, of course, you know, um, radiation and things like that is is a light form. But this is at a different level. And then I think, too, that we're going back into something because I think that we actually gave up a lot of like the human based healing mm -hmm. for quote unquote scientific or robotic or, you know, medical. Right. And That's then, true. yeah, now we're figuring out that we had power to do things that we kind of set aside for. I don't want to say set aside for science because I always encourage like the scientific community and and light workers working together to bring things forward to the next level but you know we there's potential that we never understood that was there mm -hmm. and i love i love it when um that you know there's always some new study where they prove it and um i love seeing those studies and seeing it become like a mainstream uh article about right. sound to heal or using vibration to heal or light, you know, vibration healing is also sound healing. Rife machines are sound healing. You know, if you've ever heard of that, I know you, why? I know. <laughs> so why don't you explain the, what the rife machine is? Because I know that I've heard of it, but I don't know if um, it's a really common, I haven't seen so much about it in, in anything that I read. So the rife machine uh, is a machine that, Basically, first of all, it uses quantum entanglement. And the, the law of quantum quantum entanglement is that a part is part of the whole. So, for instance, um, your fingernail has a little bit of your DNA. And because of the keratin in the fingernail, it will hold it for 30 days. So, uh, hold it steady. So, you can put your fingernail into um, this receiver for the Rife machine. And whatever is done to that fingernail is done to you. And you could be on the other side of the planet. You could be in space. It doesn't matter where you are because a part is part of the whole. So that's one part of it. That That's how they do the distance. But you could also use 10 pads. But what it does, the Rife machine, is that everything in your body has a vibration, a frequency. So a uh, frequency is a sound. So let's say, let's just um, say that your liver vibrates at, we'll make it up because I don't know, 500 hertz. So uh, megahertz. So that is what your liver at optimum, you know, optimum efficiency is working at. However, right. yours is maybe, or mine is maybe, you know, 398 or, you know, um, 499. It's not quite where it should be. So the Rife machine takes the 500 and, and, um, and bards it with it, you know, 500, 500, 500, 500, until it starts to come up to 500 and then it, then it's working again. And this is the same way that if we're singing together and I'm singing flat and you're singing on pitch, singing with, I won't be able to hold that flat against your pitch. I will have to come up on pitch with you. Okay. It's impossible the way that um, sound waves work, it's almost impossible for me to hold that against you. It's very, very hard. As a professional, I could probably do it on purpose for a little while, but it would make me crazy. <laughs> It'd be a way to come up. <laughs> and that's kind of how it works. And it also works to use sound as a, um, as a chopping. So um, different waves 
chop. So you can use it to, so there's heal and then there's kill. So let's say you want to kill a parasite, then you, you um, use the molecular weight of that parasite or the vibration hertz of that parasite, but then you use um, a wave to chop it up so that it oh. breaks it up. So that's how a rice machine works, basically, in plain terms. <laughs> okay. No, that sounds really interesting, too, because that then that would work for, like, regeneration and also repair or, you know, like, for example, kidney stones or something like that. Mm -hmm. You could actually pulverize them instead of so that they pass easier right. or something. Exactly. And um, the Rife machine I have has has everything just built in and you just choose what you want to run. And it's interesting because it's also full of spiritual things. It has like um, sound healing in it. The Song of the Spine, if you've ever heard of that, that's a sound healing, um, a book about how each vertebrae um, holds a different frequency and how you can heal yourself with it. And that's in there. Um, oh, wow. like um, Kundalini in there. There's like all kinds of spiritual well-being and um, there's essential oils in there. There's all kinds of just, it's super cool. Hmm. <laughs> I, love yeah, it. I remember you were experimenting and you're just like, I've got this machine and it does all of these things. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it took me a long time to get used to using it, but it's been worth it for my health for sure. Oh, wow. So so you're using it basically on yourself to like as yourself as a guinea pig kind of yeah in a way. I, use, I use it on my family and friends basically yeah <laughs> oh, that's, but that's how you start that's how you start with reiki that's how you start with probably mm -hmm. your sound healing too but you were lucky enough to have like audiences of people <laughs> to be able to work on but i love that you know talking about vibrations and understanding like when you go into like a meditation class or gong um they do a lot of gong travel experiences here That's and, awesome. um, yeah it's totally cool because then they like um yeah they play a whole bunch of different stuff and so it's like walking through a forest of rain or something like that but then you get those frequencies or those pitches or those i don't know those tones where it just reverberates throughout the whole building and everything like that and they make a sacred space before and they close everything you know they open it at first and they close it after and it's just magnificent that's cool yeah so Sounds like the the Rife machine is kind of like a, a a smaller version almost. You could probably run like a series or a sequence. I do. I've been running a series on myself for like um, since February 2018. That's almost done. <laughs> oh wow! What would take so long to? Or it's just a series. It's or... a series, and first of all, it's like. Um, the distance takes longer. It takes 20 times longer than if you use like a, you can use a finger tens pads, but I'm too busy. So I just run it on remote. It's just easier. <laughs> just let it run. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you don't have to be sitting there with your finger in the machine. Like, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just, it's just like viruses. It's kind of like anything that could possibly be in your body. And I feel like it did, um, heal me because um, I had a chronic thyroid problem my whole life. And I did some research and found out it could be Epstein-Barr. And okay. then I, that's why I did that long 
that long uh, program included Epstein Barr, and since we've been through that, um, it's been gone. So. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. I'm pretty sure that's it. I did a million things, but I'm thinking that was it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Maybe it was all in conjunction. Well, and that's an added extra added bonus kind of it's like you know if if everything is teetering on the ledge and you just give it that one little extra push sometimes that's what you need yeah oh yeah definitely so i'm gonna wrap it up how can people get a hold of you and find out about your work and um your group your vip group that sounds really interesting you can find me at soundwavesheal.com okay. and on Facebook forward slash soundwavesheal. Uh, in about two weeks, my new site will be up and that includes all the VIP. But for now, it's an event in Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, you can find it in my events on my business page. Okay. And you run these pretty frequently or? What the, okay. what the event? The events. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all my events are there. They also, I also have a, a page where you can see that lo I have local and distance um, on my scheduling link too. But, but I think Facebook events is the best place to find it for now. And then in the middle of, well, it is the middle of May in about a week or two before June, <laughs> you should be able to see it all on my website. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you taking the time and and um, being patient through your through the building that was going Thank on you. here. So. Thank you for being and, patient. <laughs> oh no, no, don't worry, because I was really excited that you were going to be on. We haven't talked for a while, and I was like, oh, I get to talk to Rachel again! Yay! Yay! Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was fun. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm gonna wrap it up now. But thank you, Rachel. Cobb Chamness, or Rachel Chamness, soundwavesheal.com, and you can find her at Facebook forward slash soundwavesheal. And um, like I said, she does, or like she said, she explained to us, she does the um, liquid Reiki sound healing, and she also does trance channel mediumship and teaches these so that other people can find their way on their own light path. So if you're thinking about opening up to your own work or if you're interested in exploring these topics for yourself, Rachel is an excellent person to learn this from. So um, with that, I will let you get back to your day and I wish I could give you a big hug through the computer. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Susan. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Rachel. Thank you. And okay. we'll talk soon. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody. This is Sue Ellisala from Spiritual Business Spotlight, and we will talk to you next time. Have a good day.